This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. Welcome to episode 139 of the Fight Disciples podcast. If you uh, don't subscribe, what are you playing at, man? Get yourself on there, fightdisciples.com. Uh, you could get us on all social medias at Fight Disciples on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please come there and have a little bit of interaction. There's loads of videos up there this week of uh, Anthony Crawler as we look ahead towards Crawler Burns. We'll speak about that a little bit later on in the show. We'll also have a pair of tickets as well for Crawler Burns available on one of our social media sites. So make sure you follow them all, all right? Uh, And speaking of tickets, we've done all right recently, haven't we? We sent you to uh, Hubie Fury versus Joseph Parker. Uh, We sent you last week to... Well, we sent you to the World Boxing Super Series to watch Callum Smith. Uh, We sent you last week back to the the Echo to go watch the Battle of the Mersey. And we did that... Uh, through our iTunes account. So thank you so much for all the amazing reviews. I think we ended up sending about five different uh, winners to that, all of which tapped Nick on the shoulder and asked him for a pint. Yes, but the stingy get decided that, oh, I forgot my wallet. And more importantly... the thing is, right, Nick blames this all the time on... Uh, My Wi-Fi was shit. I this is bullshit. Out there. Was this like, is bullshit. Stop it, right? Awful. Stop it, right? Listen, we are... People know. They're not daft, right? When we go to these fights and we are covering these as uh, press-accredited people, you get a special Wi-Fi code of which you can dial into, of which no then Wi-Fi. gives you heightened Wi-Fi within the arena. So you can actually do your job. You can report on what you're supposed to be reporting on. You can see people with laptops. They're not there just on fucking 56K modem dial-ups like that. <laughs> no, it's a proper Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi catch-up, right? So if you're trying to get in contact with Nick, if you're sending him a tweet, if you're saying, hey, Nick, I'm in the arena, man. I know that you're getting the beers in for the competition winners. I'll meet you at the bar. And he doesn't respond. It's because he's being an ignorant twat. That's basically what's going down, isn't it, Nick? Listen, let me tell you, the weekend, it was a fucking culture shock compared to the World Boxing Super First World Problems, was it? First World Problems. First World Problems, let me tell you. Um, Seaton, fine. Table, nada. Wi-Fi, Nada. Uh, listen, it was very poor at the weekend. I wasn't the only one complaining. There was no Wi-Fi provided to the listen, media. There's not the one boxing arena. fan listening to this show. Garbage. Now. Listen, there's not one of them feeling sorry for you, mate. You've got a seat in the arena. Well, listen, I, I Have come you paid out. for it? No, you didn't pay for it. Sit down and watch the fights. You know, we, you? You know, if we you want to take do... your laptop with you, put it on your knee. It's got a laptop for a reason, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> we always do Instagram stories when we're at events. Don't yeah, we? we do. I couldn't yeah. even do an Instagram story. Oh, bless I you. couldn't even fucking connect oh, for a second. Oh, no. Ridiculous. Oh, I know, it was terrible. I was not happy. I was fuming. And then we made it worse then I get home mm. and I've got all these messages on Twitter yeah. of people who'd won tickets going yeah, yeah. where are you Nick I'm in the bar yeah, yeah. I'm in such and such a bar meet me there now blew you where's, out, my didn't you? where's my drink you blew, you blew them all out that's what you? it felt like yeah, I blew, blew everyone out. out but I didn't do you know what I do I know exactly where our competition winners sit in the arena and I go and see them yeah. I go and have <laughs> hi guys well. you're alright nice to see you thank you very much for listening to the show thanks for participating maybe it's that Nick maybe it's my friendly approach to people <laughs> that are listening to the show that then they go all right, Adam, are you, are, you, are you watching it? Shall we go and have a bevy? Yeah, let's go and have a bevy. Put your money away, Adam. Love the show. Here, have a drink with us. Maybe that's what it is, Nick. And I'm sneaking around with a baseball cap That's on. it, that's it. Overgro- you've grown your beard extra big so then nobody can say you've got sheds on and all sorts in there hanging out with the celebs down at the front, my man. Um, we, now, obviously, we're going to speak about this in great length, the show itself. Uh, on our Radio City talk show, because it's Merseyside, it's Merseyside specific, so we're going to do that on tomorrow's show. Yeah. But just a quick touch, 
Um, Rocky Fielding, absolutely fantastic. Yes. Um, Paul Butler, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, O'Hara Davis. Brilliant. Wow. Really well done, O'Hara Davis. Um, um, shall we get, shall we say, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll go mash it. Absolutely fantastic. Tom Stoker, what were you doing? Yeah. Yeah, we'll leave. I'm trying to fight Masha. Mm. Anyway, we'll talk about that tomorrow, as you said on Mesa. And you know what else we're going to talk about tomorrow as well? Go on. Bell You Hate Too. Yeah. Let's let's wrap about that tomorrow's show as well, because uh, we'll keep that Mesa side specific. But if if you're listening and you're thinking, where's all the Bell Bell You Hate insight from Nick, all that chatter, we're going to give you tomorrow on our Mesa side specific show. There you go. It's on tomorrow's show as we we get excited about Bell You Hate Too happening on December the 17th. Easy work. Easy work. Easy money. Listen, I'm shitting. My- Listen, I would. I'd, I'd have ran. We've done it once. Can we do it again? <laughs> Bring me the bell to Joe Park instead. <laughs> I know. Anyway, that's on tomorrow's show. Make sure you're around for it. Uh, one thing that we're going to start uh, talking about: drug cheats. Yay! Yay! We do it every okay. single week. There's always someone failing a test somewhere, and we will hunt them down and have a chat and slag them off. Listen, we we are not specific to one particular human being. Lucas Brown once thought it was just about him, us giving him shit. It's not Lucas. Listen, it's nothing personal, mate, but if you get popped hot twice, in our opinion, you've got to go, man. Yeah. We can appreciate the benefit of the doubt the first time round. We can appreciate naivety the first time round. We can appreciate all these little nuances that might creep into someone's tainted supplement first time round. Yep. Second time round, fuck off. Yeah, Not exactly. interested, mate. Uh, Louis Ortiz, you are the biggest dope on the planet, literally, mate. Yeah. You've got your shot. You've been shouting your mouth off. You've been calling out for these big heavyweights to come and face you. Are you the biggest enigma in the heavyweight division? Well, we're never going to find out, you bellend, because you've tested positive for a banned substance. Can I just point out that this fight isn't officially cancelled yet? Isn't that fucking ridiculous? They haven't officially cancelled it. That's because everybody in the WBC who's top-ranked have all failed drug tests. They can't even replace them with anyone. It's mad. Everyone it? there's failed a drug test. It's mad. Absolutely mad. Not officially cancelled. As you've just mentioned, your likes of Povetkin and Stiverne and all these lads have all failed tests anyway, so they can't stick anybody in there. Luis Ortiz, Deontay Wilder, I've, I'm gutted for you, mate. Deontay's been on this show twice over the last year. He comes across as a top geezer. Yes, yeah. okay, we've had a little bit of a, a go at maybe his style. Is he all that he's cracked up to be? Nobody can... Uh, um, not recognise his power. He's got the power. But if he come up against an elite boxer, would he get his head boxed off? I've said yes, but we don't know. We don't know because nobody fucking fights him because they're all getting popped. I feel sorry for the kid because it's not him. It's not his fault. He's being legit. Okay, yeah, he got done for marijuana in his car a couple of weeks ago, didn't he? But you know what I mean? We're talking performance enhancers here. He's not done anything wrong. And yet his his career is stagnating because of all these bellends. It's just unbelievable because it's literally <clears throat> at what stage does heavyweight boxing? Because now it's embarrassing, isn't it? It's it's, oh, it's mate. It's it's embarrassing for the entire sport. You feel for clean athletes like your AJs and people like that. You just kind of go. The whole sport is getting disparaged by these by the actions of basically the rest of the leading contenders in the heavyweight division. You know, it's going to get to a point where you've got no choice but to give drug cheats. The chance, which is obviously why you haven't cancelled the Ortiz fight yet, because there's nobody left. There's mm. nobody legitimately who has got a clean record now, if you like. You now, just to run through it, Ortiz, Pavekin, Marius Watch, Erkan uh, Tepper, Tony Thompson, Dillian White. Dillian White's been popped before, hasn't he? You know, Luke, Lucas Brown, Chagayev, Fraser Quendo, Shannon Briggs. Fucking come on. It's just unbelievable. And, and <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's like a fucking joke. <laughs> 
Is there, is there anybody left? They is should it? have. I'm going to have a word with uh, Callis Allen, who's a friend of the show. What we're going to do, we're going to have a word with him to do a World Boxing Super Series for Juice Heads. That's yeah. what we're going to do, right? Stick them all in there and let them beat the shit out of each other. Yeah? Yeah. What do you reckon? On a slow boat and just fucking push it out into the middle of the sea. <laughs> Set yeah. it on fire. Yeah, exactly. Set the thing on fire like the Stick Vikings used to do. There you go. Let that go. Right, go on, lads. Uh, obviously, you you've got to knock him off and then swim back. That's, yeah. how, that's how you survive in that, <laughs> that particular fight. Mate, it is. It's depressing because I was really looking forward to that fight because I wanted to know how good Luis Ortiz is. Yeah. I wanted to see Deontay Wilder up against someone that many people think is half decent. Yeah. And it then rubber stamps, yeah, let's get the AJ fight on for the winner of that. AJ's even come out and said, I want the winner of that fight. That's what I want to do. Not anymore, though, man. I just think... Where does this leave boxing now? At what stage are the governing bodies not going to go? That's the problem. Hell, come me. on, enough is That's enough. That's the problem for me. Listen. They're not being push. They're not being tough enough. Oh, they should all just get together and go right. Let's just all agree. Anyone fails one drug test, they get a final warning. And if you fail a second drug test, they're banned for life. That's, That's it. it. End of. And promo- promoters have to be on board with this of as course. well. Of course. Promoters go, right, okay, yeah, we're in. But they they can control it because they're the governing bodies. If if the likes of fucking Pavekin and, you know, and uh, Lucas Brown want to go and fight in Australia for some tin pot title, Crack no one on. gives a fuck. Nobody yeah. gives a fuck. But if the WBA, the WBC, the IBF and the WBO go, right, we, are, in, we are talking it. one... We are one. We will never sanction a fighter that's lost, that's failed two drug tests ever. And that alone will be a threat enough to go, mm. right, okay, wait a minute. I failed one. If I fail another one, I'll never, ever get a world mm. title shot that's worth anything. Mm. And hopefully that would be enough to scare them. But instead, they dick about. They limp from post to post. And they kind of fucking, they're facilitating it, aren't they? They're allowing it to happen. How, how can I, how can Ortiz fail a drug test and the fight what is it, two, three days later? Mm. Still not be cancelled? Mm. What the fuck? <laughs> He's not going to fight him. How can... So Wilder's well, just going to go, oh, okay, forget it. Well, well, I'll fight well, him. Well, this is it. Wilder posted on his social media yesterday, is that death... This is how bad it's got, right? It's that... He's that desperate for a fight of someone of not. He's willing to fight the drug cheat. He's come out, he said, listen, I don't give a shit. Can we make this happen? Let's just forget about it and let's just do it. But then, what happens? What happens if he hurts him? Exactly. What's, what, what What do we need? Do we need someone to die? Yeah, exactly. Is that what we need? That's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. <sighs> terrific. It's terrific. And as I say, we've spoken about this before. This is not sprinting. This is not riding a fucking bike in the French Alps. This is not rowing. This you is know, punching dudes in punching the head. punching people in the face. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's, it's literally trying to hear people with your fists. And, um, you know, I, 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 t- I seen Bell, you tweet at the weekend about the Ortiz thing. I was like, gotta go. Ban him for life. Like, just ban him. For life, that's mm. it. There's no excuse, Adam. You know, look, I've got it. I've got the fucking app on me phone. It's on my phone. The Wilder app. I can't find it right now. <laughs> it's on my phone. The I've app got that it. you're referring to is basically all the banned substances that are on there. So you could basically put something in, it's an f- ingredient. You could exactly. put that in there and it will tell you it's yes or no. It's a free app. It's a free app. I'll never forget it because the, the little motif, the little icon on your iPhone looks like a fucking cu- two cucumbers for some reason. But the USADA app is completely free. You download it on iTunes. You have it on your phone. And at that stage, that has got an A to Z. Uh, it's not even, it's an X to Z because there's all the numbers as well. Some of these, obviously, these things start with weird, have weird scientific names. But it's got a full list on there. But the best thing is there's a search window. Yeah. And you can just type in, Whack it in. any ingredient, anything, and press search. And if it comes up clean, it will not be recognized on that website. Therefore, you can ingest that because that's your 
yeah. Ultimate Comeback. Mm. It's updated regularly, so you, you're never behind. You can go, well, I put that in on the 2nd of October 2017, and it was clean, and they've got no comebacks then. The diff- There's no excuse anymore. Mm. There's fucking no excuse. So, Do you want to explain why you've got the app? Well, I had the app because for the exact same reason, unfortunately, covering boxing, UFC, you have to become familiar with what these ingredients are because mm. it was the same ingredients popping up all the time. Well, I, I heard that it was obviously in the uh, with Derry Matthews trying to get me and you in the ring to obviously have a little bit of oh, a tangle. Oh, right. I needed testing. I think I you, was... yeah, that's what it was. Well, I heard that you were juicing. That's yeah. why I decided just to step back a little bit. Don't just... say that. You'll put Rio off. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still trying to tease Rio for you. And I'm into the ring. I don't want him thinking I'm juicing. I know that you've been watching that Icarus film. I know that you've seen how them Russians yeah, do yeah. it all, mate. I got my phone out this morning, actually, and I was like, oh, fuck, I'll just check the ingredients here. Crispy creme. <laughs> not a problem crispy creme Sayers sausage roll yeah I'm clear. That, not a problem job done yeah. you've moved on you've got you sponsored by Sayers now you've moved out of Greg's have you I've uh, I've, I've give Greg's the are they low fat at Sayers yeah exactly yeah <laughs> Sayers I think Sayers is northeast, isn't it and yeah. northwest and, mm. and, and Greg's is northeast. so yeah yeah mm. I'm showing a bit of solidarity I know that I was mentioning there the uh, World Boxing Super Series did you catch any of that at the weekend yeah of course I did Bread yeah. as against yeah, yeah, uh, Perez yeah yeah watched it yeah, out of all the fights that we've had so far it was the one that you go a bit like yeah. uh, at some stage it was going to happen but you know what on that note for me it felt like viewing it watching it they got the right the together. best atmosphere yeah it was the packed. fucking atmosphere it sounded packed. amazing I know it was you know Billy this is the first Latvian world champion and this was the first world title fight to happen in Latvia you know I get that but still, I was yeah. kind of like, you know, I was at the Echo Arena. It wasn't full. I watched the previous fight. It, you know, the atmosphere just wasn't the same as this. But the atmosphere was actually absolutely electric. Mm. It was a great fight. It was interesting. Let's say great fight. It was an interesting fight. It was yeah. engrossing. Yeah. But, you know, you always felt that Mike Perez was chasing the fight. Breedus always looked one step ahead of him. It's going to be interesting to see now. Obviously, that sets up a semi-final we use. Yes. So let's get that on, man. I know. That's the exciting thing. It's yeah, like, okay, yeah. now we know one of the semis. And yeah, Usyk yeah, yeah. versus Breedus. Mate, that's a fight. And you know what? That atmosphere at the weekend, the fact that it was a capacity crowd. They might send them back I there. wouldn't be surprised if that ended up going back to Latvia, which would give Breedus a little bit of an, of an advantage in terms of being the home fighter. Listen, you know, obviously Usyk's yeah. not the favourite for anything. For any, you know, he's not. He's, that's not a mistake, him being the favourite. He's a yeah. killer. But Breedus on home turf, I don't know, man. I think that's a fight. And the, obviously the winner of that will be the WBO and WBC Cruiserweight oh, Champion of the World. The final. Mm. And then the into final, the final, yeah. hopefully maybe picking up another belt as yeah. well along the way. Uh, but that is an absolute belting unification semi-final at the World Boxing Super Series. Usyk versus Breedis. Um When I got in as well, I got back from the, the Echo Arena show and I'd... Um, I got back in, I put that fight on, and uh, obviously I, I recorded it and I fast-forwarded it. And then I, I usually I would fast-forward to the first bell, but weirdly, I don't know why. You watched it all? I watched, I watched, the, oh, the, gladiator I watched thing. the ring walk and the gladiator. <laughs> all that kind of cave. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it's mad. Um, I'm into it. I'm into it. It's got that. Yeah, because you know, you've that, been in the arena and you've that seen Champions it. Champions League yeah, yeah, yeah. feel. Yeah, you I like it. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, one man that will definitely be able to pull a crowd is the boy that is going back to Belfast in November. Carl Frampton last week announced that uh, November 18th is when he will be returning to his home city. That card, man, looks amazing. Yeah. Fair play, Frank. I know that we've given you abuse in the past, my friend, but that is the daddy. Obviously, no uh, opponent as of yet named for Carl. Uh, but he'll be top of the bill. Jamie Conlon's going to get a shot at the world title on the undercard, which again brilliant. is brilliant. Yeah. Zolani Tetti's on the card as well. Brilliant. I tell you, if you're listening to this now, 
in Ireland, make sure you get a ticket for that because that is going to be unbelievable. If you've never seen Zelani Tetti fight before, he's absolutely outstanding. Yeah, he is. What a card that is. Superb. And uh, Paddy Barnes has got a... Yeah, a, yeah, a, yeah. I think it's only a WBO European, but he's got a, he's got a title fight on that card as well. So, uh, yeah, that's an outstanding... Fair play, build. Frank. Outstanding. But you know what? That's was, what he was promised, obviously, but isn't that's it? it. Let's you get know, back in there. Let's he's obviously it. said, yeah, he's come with me and he'll get straight on to a, a, a BT Sports show and it'll be live in Belfast at the SEC. So, you know, we've talked about it before, the fact that France and unites that unites that city which few athletes get to do or few people get to do. He just sold this out on his own, but the, the good thing is that Frank has not let him sell it out on his own. He's backing him up with a, a great undercard yeah. as well. Tete alone, man. Tete's worth submission money to see live because he's brilliant. He's a joke. Uh, but them Conlon boys, obviously, it's great that Jamie's got a world title first because he can often be overlooked because Michael's made such an impact. Yeah. Um, but I think him getting a world title fight there, the atmosphere is going to be unbelievable on that night. Mm. Um, I know that you mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, uh, Gary Corcoran, maybe getting Jeff Horn. I'm led to believe that it's so close. They're just waiting for government funding or something like that. I didn't. I don't understand the ins and outs of how this fight isn't being made when yep. you're referring to the government getting involved in in funding it. But over in Australia, it is slightly different. Yeah, promoters obviously here uh, do the do the majority of the business, but there's certain states that get involved with putting on or sanctioning yeah. fights. Wasn't uh, wasn't a fight with Manny Pacquiao sponsored by the Melbourne Tourism something Board? Like or something that, like yeah. that, or the yeah, the Brisbane Tourism Board and stuff. That's kind of how they do it, isn't it? They tie it all in together, so. That's maybe why, but you know, Gary Corcoran. I don't know. That's just mental, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely crazy. mental. You think Jeff? No one's heard of Jeff Horn. Jesus Christ! Mm. People in Australia now are frantically googling Gary Corcoran. <laughs> Gary Corcoran, yeah. One of them, could, yeah. Um, Flanagan Campbell. Um, I know that you have been speaking to uh, Eddie Hearn over the weekend, having a bit of a crack, but he's been. Uh, uh, quite vocal that he would love to make that fight. Yeah, uh, Terry Flanagan is desperate for a name, isn't he? Luke Campbell, another rangy southpaw. It's a tidy fight, that, to be fair, even yeah. though Terry will probably be looking towards Jorge Linares, won't he? Yeah. I think Linares has got to be target one, obviously, because uh, Terry Flanagan's been a world champion for a long time, and to fight another contender wouldn't feel quite right. The, obviously, the problem Terry's got is that he's just not a draw, you know? He just doesn't drink, bring eyeballs to the table. He desperately needs a Linares fight. He desperately needs someone that's going to bring in a lot more eyeballs. And Luke Campbell certainly does that. It's just whether Eddie's prepared to let Luke Campbell fight on a, a Frank on a Warren BT show, card, which yeah. I couldn't see. Um, and flip side of that is I can't see Frank Warren allowing, allowing Terry Flanagan to defend his world title on his Sky Sports card either. So mm. unfortunately, I think politics may well get in the way there. I think the Linares fight probably makes more sense. But let's be honest, we don't want to see Linares. As fight fans, as British fans, we would love to see Linares fight Terry Flanagan because I would love to go back to Manchester and watch Linares fight live again. But I think from a from a fight fan perspective, do I really want to see it or do I really want to see Linares fight Mikey, Mikey Garcia? Yeah. Yeah. And it's a no-fucking-brainer, isn't it? Of course I want to see the Garcia fight. Mm. That's the biggest fight in that division. Uh, I know that we were uh, having a crack about um, um, governing bodies and sanctioning bodies right at the start of the show with their attitude towards drug cheats. This is this will make you giggle, right? You'll absolutely love this. And yeah. this is legit. I'm not making this up. So if you listen to this show thinking that I'm talking out my ass, right? This is legit. The latest WBA... Uh, light heavyweight rankings are out. Yep. Guess who's n- number 11? Nathan Cleverly. Cleverly. Nathan Cleverly is fucking retired. He's right? his gloves up, yeah. But yet he is number 11 ranked with the brand spanking new, hot off the press, 
uh, WBA rankings. That's legit, man, isn't it? That is amazing. Stupid. Stupid. There you go. There you go. Um, We're expecting an official announcement, by the way, this week on the uh, pay-per-view numbers for Mayweather-McGregor. There's been loads uh, floating around regarding Triple G and Canelo as well. The Triple G and Canelo ones were floating around last week at 1.3 million pay-per-view buys. Uh, ESPN have come out and uh, denied that, and Golden Boy have denied that, and various other people have denied that, that that's not the case. It's closer to 2.2, 2.3 million. We'll get you a clarification on that at some point this week, so make sure you follow us on social media. Uh, Mayweather McGregor, 4.4 million. That's what they're telling us. We're expecting an official announcement on that at some point this week. So make sure you follow all our social media channels at Fight Disciples on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. We'll keep you right up to date. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. It's the uh, Daniel Jacobs press conference due in America today, dude, Tuesday. Um, what, what do you think is going to be? Obviously, Eddie Hearn's going over there. He's their newest sign and now they're going to do this assault on American soil. Um Surprised Eddie's kind of spreading his wings now, going to do fights over in the US? Or no, did man. you think it was no, inevitable? Man. It's all about Cheddar Ching, isn't it? Or inevitable? All about that Cheddar Ching. He's always said, as Eddie, that the traditionally that's where the dollar is. However, over recent times, he's managed to build something here in the UK and just the way that the momentum has gone with the, the talents of fighters that we've got here in the UK, that this is where the money's at. This is yeah. where the pay-per-view buys are at and this is where the uh, everybody wants to come and fight because this is where the door's at. However... He's not daft. There's obviously more people and more land in the United States of America. So therefore, he has a certain diamond in his uh, stable by the name of Anthony Joshua, who will, without any shadow of a doubt, transcend either the British market and the the American market. He's just superstar, isn't he? He's an absolute superstar. And the heavyweight division is the glamour weight division. Look what Lennox Lewis did. Uh, He fought quite a lot over in the States. Then he made a boatload of cash taking on to be fair, elite American fighters back then, the Vander Holofields and your Mike Tysons and what have you. He just needs some competition now over in the States, yep. does Anthony Joshua. And you would imagine that that would be Deontay Wilder. So I'm not surprised whatsoever that Eddie Hearn's gone, right, okay, am I going to hand um, the promotional aspect of Anthony's um, American adventure over to the likes of uh, Bob Arum and Al Heyman and all these other dudes? Or should I just do this myself? Yeah, Cheddar Ching indeed, my friend. So I'm not surprised Matchroom USA has been set up. What I am surprised is that he might, in, in him signing Daniel Jacobs, even though I think Daniel Jacobs is mint, mm-hmm. really, really good. Um, and he did extremely well in that fight against Triple G. I just don't know what the path is for him because if we're honest, that middleweight division is tied up. It is, but then, you know, we know that Canelo won't fight again until May, Cinco de Mayo. Um, and I was just going to ask you then, you know, the, the, the press conference is due in America today. They said they're going to announce Jacobs' opponent today. Do you think there's a chance of announcing Triple G for the start of the year, maybe, I don't for think, that rematch? I don't think anybody's going to turn their nose up at that. brilliant fight. Nobody's going to turn their nose up at that because everybody wanted the rematch originally because we argued, didn't we? Yeah, Jacobs. I, I said that Jacobs won. You said that Triple G won. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's really close. Let's do it. Let's, let's make that fight happen. I'd be very surprised. I would. I think it would be something like a David Lemieux. Something yeah, I think like David that. Lemieux's a good shout. Uh, Jamal Charlo's moved up now, mm. as well. That's probably not a bad shout as well. Um, to sh- you know, it'd be it'd be fantasy lands. I think maybe Martin Murray might get a chance or something like that. But I think you're right. I think Lemieux's probably a decent mm. shout. It's going to be interesting to see how many UK-based matchroom fighters get opportunities yeah. now over in the states. That's the yeah. thing in it. So the obvious reason for him doing this is AJ because after Pulev. He's got. He's off. He's he's off to the states to go and make his yep. fortune there, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, but then, who else goes along with him? 
who goes on that ride? Who who gets their opportunities over in the state? And I don't think is there anybody really? If you if you're looking at the matchroom stable, is there anybody that is stand out enough to be able to cross straight over into the United States of America? Uh, I think there's people there that uh, the American fans are familiar with. People like Kel Brook, who they're familiar with enough. Tony Bellew, that could go over there and certainly feature in big fights. Um, whether they're at the right stage and the opportunities, right? The Gale, right now, sorry, the Gale, the Gale, the Gale's probably the one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Gale, of course, who, who spent a lot of time fighting in America anyway. Mm. Once he gets fit again. Uh, but obviously, you'd think the Gale's kind of going to be waiting when he does get fit. Is going to kind of be waiting for the win of the World Boxing Super Series. I would have thought mm. in some kind of unification fight. So interesting to see how that plays out for sure. But uh, but in terms of yeah, I, I think Jacobs. You know, and they've also said there's going to be some other signings announced soon as well. Other American signings, which is mm. interesting. Um, so exciting time for Matchroom. Uh, exciting time that you know to think that he's going to go over and take on the likes of because usually in the past it would be a case of matchroom in, a, in association with Golden Boy or in association with Top Rank. It's kind of nice that and refreshing that Eddie's going to go. You know what? We're going to do it ourselves. We're going to go over and do show. We're going to do matchroom USA. Um, be interested. I say, be interested to see how it plays out. And as you say, the most important thing is that British fighters get opportunities over there as well. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Now then, on all our social media, you will see videos of Anthony Crawler when myself and Nick went up to Gallagher's gym for a little bit of a chat with him. Um, and he spoke in great length about this fight with Ricky Burns. Um, and he's quite philosophical about the fact that it's not a last chance saloon, but the path for this for the loser of this particular uh, fight, there's a lot of obstacles in their way if they want to try and get themselves back to the top. However, that's not alien to Ricky Burns. He's been there before. He's been on a skid before, hasn't he? As has Anthony Kroll, to be fair. He's hit hard times uh, and therefore come out the other end. But in at this stage of their career, in as these boys are now both into their 30s, you'd think the opportunities are uh, few and far between if they don't win this fight, which kind of sets it up extremely nicely mm-hmm. uh, because these two boys... Um, who are both extremely well-supported, extremely well-liked in the cauldron of the arena in Manchester on Saturday night should bring us a potential fight of the year. Yeah, I think match stylistically, the way they match up and the fact, as you say, they're both in a very similar position, both entering the ring on Saturday night on the back of defeats, albeit defeats at world title level. Uh, I think it's going to bring out the best in both of them. And I think, I think the loser... You know, we'll have to take a long, hard look at themselves in the mirror. And, you know, don't get me wrong, whoever does lose will also look at themselves and go, you know what, I did it. I was a world champion. You know, phenomenal. Mm. And uh, they'll take a lot of credit from that. But in terms of where their career moves from here will be tough. Uh, the winner, of course, gets slung straight back into into world class and, and hopefully a world title fight. But How hard is this to call this fight, by the way? Because I, if you look at them, yeah. both unbelievably fit men. Yeah, Engines are ridiculous. They'll go twelve rounds quite comfortably. Yeah, the the output is extremely high. Um, both, well, Ricky probably more so decent at recovering during a fight and being able to turn a fight on its head. Yep. Um, Anthony boxes extremely well to instruction. So this is actually going to come down to tactics. I think it's all going to be down on tactics and who can implement those tactics the best on the night. I think another significant thing for me will be home advantage as well. Do you reckon? I think I think that. I don't reckon, reckon Ricky Burns gives a shit, man. Uh, I think Ricky travels well. His record proves that he travels well. But I just think Anthony at this stage, that extra little bit of support behind him as well. I think when the going gets tough, 
that's going to play a part. Oh, Anthony Crawl. Exactly. I think that home advantage is not to be overlooked. I think mm. that's the, you know, the, had this been in Glasgow, I'd, I'd have probably sided a little bit more with Ricky Burns. Good, but yeah. as it is, I, I feel like Crawl probably, uh, to be honest, I actually think Crawl is going to stop him. Do you really? I actually think Crawl will stop Ricky Burns. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm, I, again, I don't back against Crawler. You know, you know that. You know what I mean. He could be fighting King Kong, and I won't back against him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would go for a unanimous decision for Crawler. So you reckon that he's got enough there to wear him got down to to stop Ricky? Yeah, I think Ricky's had one too many wars now, and uh, you know he's a three weight world champion, Ricky Burns. Yeah. That's absolutely phenomenal. I just think at this stage in his career, he does not need to be fighting Anthony Crawler in Manchester. Uh, I think it's just a it, it, it's a fight that. Back in the Lions' den, I think Crawler's going to be lifted so much by the home support. I think him and Joe f- have fancied this fight for some time. Mm. I think it's all pointing positively, I think, towards Crawler and the fact that the fight's back down at lightweight as well. Mm. Uh, so Burns is actually coming back down, um, I think, is going to be significant also. But I think it's going to be a belter, don't get me wrong, but I fancy uh, I fancy. Ant- Let mids, early. It'll be late. It'll be late on, yeah. I think it'll be late on. I think he'll catch it. Listen, Ricky Burns fights with broken jaws, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah, he ain't yeah. going anywhere. <laughs> he's nails. He is. He's tough as he's tough as Bootrick. And the thing is, he's both of these are absolute diamonds. Oh, mate. As well. Absolutely brilliant. Really good lads. lads. It kills me to say, you know, I wish they, in some ways, I wish they weren't fighting each other. But then in a lot, most ways, I, I'm glad they are fighting because yeah. styles make fights. And I think these two stylistically match up really well. But I agree. I think it could be a bit of a chess match. Uh, because both of them can fight and they can box as well. Yeah. Um, but I just think eventually Anthony will get to him. I think he's very deceiving, Anthony Crawler. Very deceiving. He doesn't look as strong as he actually is. And he's certainly, you know, he's got that million dollar look about him. But fuck, he loves the trenches, doesn't he? He loves yeah. it in there. And that's not to say Ricky doesn't as well. But I just think Anthony Crawler. I've just got a feeling he might just have a little bit too much of Ricky Burns when the going gets tough. And then what? What? What does this lead to? Well, hopefully it leads to another world title fight at lightweight. Obviously, hopefully it would lead to a fight with Terry Flanagan, the Battle of Manchester. You'd That's so, what we want to see. But unfortunately, I, I just can't see it happening. I can't see either Eddie Hearn or... Well, you know what? Actually, I probably can't see Eddie Hearn allowing Anthony Crawler or allowing, you know, giving Anthony Crawler permission to go over and fight on Frank Warren, Bill on BT Sport to fight against Terry Flanagan. I think... The city of Manchester deserves it. And I think if he crumbs through this test at the weekend, that for me is the fight. You know, he's not going to get a third fight with Linares, not after the way the second fight went. Mm. You know, there's no other fight out there. There's no other belts out there available, freely available, that aren't tied up um, with Linares and that. Anyway, this is the belt. This is the opportunity. Let's make it happen. I, if I was Crawler, I would make sure they went to school together, for God's sake. You know, they, they, they've known each other for years. They used to train together. It's like, it's such an easy fight to make away from politics. Fans would lap it up. It's the perfect fight for Terry Flanagan to United finally build City. a fan base. United against City. The crazy thing is, I'd probably back United that night. What? What? I turns me stomach. Oh, get me a clip of that. Get turns, me a clip. I turns me stomach. Where's that? We're that gonna get well. that every week. I I'm just gonna hit stomach. that on the hotkey. <laughs> I'm just gonna press that every single week. Going, I'd back United tonight. I'd back United turns tonight. Turns me stomach what? to admit that as well. Turns me stomach to admit that, but. Uh, but no, they, they, listen, he's got to beat Ricky Burns first this weekend. That's Don't brush over it. You've just backed United. That's a tough fight. <laughs> <laughs>
No, looking forward to it. It should be an absolute cracker. Make sure you've got uh, all on our social media, by the way, because we will be giving away yet another pair of tickets for that show. All yeah. right? Uh, so make sure you're following us at Fight Disciples on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, on the undercard, Connor Sam... Ben. Connor Ben on the undercard as yeah, well. Yeah, there's some good ones on the undercard, man. Wee! I was going to go like straight to kid. Sam Egg- uh, Sam Eggington there, but if you want to go Connor Ben first, we can go there. Yeah, I like Connor Ben. I like that kid, and uh, he's, he, looks, uh, he looks... He looked great last time out. He does. He just looks so aggressive, and he brings it. You know, he's obviously got a bit of a personality, a bit of swagger about him. So, you know, they brought in Nathan Clark this weekend as an opponent, a good opponent with a winning record that will come to win. Uh, or at least fancy it. Obviously, Conor Bennett's hard to look past him at this stage in his career. But How old is he? Is he still 19? He's still a baby, yeah. Or has he just turned 20? Just turned 20, yeah, I think. Yeah, 8-0 now. But, uh, no, he's 21 now. He's just turned 21. You, you forget, sorry. though. Oh, because he's been about unreal. for ages. Exactly. It's totally forgetting. Obviously, he's been out for ages with injury. Yeah. Um, but, with, yeah. With that much ink on his skin, he looks like he's done 10 years of hard, hard yeah, yeah, labour yeah. as well, doesn't yeah, he? In yeah. some penitentiary somewhere. <laughs> in Alcatraz. Yeah, exactly. That's what, <laughs> that's what makes him look older than what he is, I think. But, uh, but that's, for me, that's the pick of the undercard. I like that Marcus Morrison as well. Obviously, one of Joe's lads. He's got to, he's got to try and bounce back after a couple of defeats. But uh, so he, he, And he, bring, he brings a big support. Uh, Gavin McDonnell as well, trying to bounce back again from his world title fight. Fighting a, a guy from Liverpool, Jay Bam Bam Carney, who's, who I know is coach really well uh, and that's a big fight for them it's a mm. tough ask for, for Jay but obviously he's put his name in the frame so, you know do anything against the former world title challenger then you kind of make a name for yourself so for me that's the pick of the undercard but you know let's talk hang about on what it. about your mate let's what? talk about Super Sam what I'm going to say Super Sam whenever we talk about welterweight Vegas go, baby you go crazy for a little bit of Sam Eggington gotta get Sam Eggington to Vegas surely this is the last fight before we go to Vegas mm. now can I just point something out um there's so many different belts that are floating around in the world and people can get confused, right? This that Sam's fighting for at the weekend is the only European, European championship belt. Forget yes. all this or oh, WBO European oh, the championship EU, belt. The EU European oh, belt. Fuck that. This is the EBU this welterweight championship, That's right. right? This is the legit European champion. More Mimura is who he is uh, fighting uh, this weekend. And the way that Sam's fighting at this moment in time, I expect some serious savage hands to be flying around. And I reckon this is over before we hit the halfway mark. Yeah, I think Mimian, you know, he's obviously a. I think he's the number one contender for this European yeah, he's, belt. He's he, the main man. He holds. He holds that EU belt. I was talking about, and he's made a couple of defenses of his as well. Listen, he's legit. Um, but, he, he is. But yeah, but, Sam's a savage. They call him the savage for a reason, man. Yeah, looking down his record, he's got a, he's, he's got a loss against Alexander Lepoli, and uh, Lepoli, if I'm not mistaken, um, lost to. He lost to Bradley Skeet last time out. Oh, he lost against Ricky Burns as well. I know we'd seen this kid before, but basically, the way I was looking at it, I was like, well, if if this guy's got a loss against him, then he's going to struggle against Sam instead of certainly the pressure that Sam puts on him. Mm. Um, for me, this is a you know a real good opponent, number one contender, great, get that out the way and let's move forward. Hang on, hang on. The penny has just dropped. Yeah. Matchroom USA, Sam Eggington. There you go. Maybe that's Vegas, it. Baby. Maybe you want some of that welterweight action because that's where it is at, isn't it? Hell they're all yes. in America. All them welterweights are all out there, isn't it? Just a bit, mate. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Forget Jeff Horn. The former forklift truck drivers going out to uh, out to the states for a bit of Danny Garcia or Keith Thurman or Earl some Spence of them lads. Junior. Oh, bring it on. There you go, eh? Bring it up. Listen, there's nobody in that top ten. I wouldn't put Sam in with. Nobody, even Keith, Keith Thurman. Just put him in. Put Sam in there, man. 
Give Sam a chance. Let's get his name up in lights in Las Vegas. Nick does this. He gets a little bit carried away. I just want to see. And you know what? It's it's regardless of, obviously, I don't believe for a second Sam Eggington's going to be Keith Thurman. But I want to see Sam Eggington in a fight like that. I want to see the dream complete. What a fucking Hollywood script that would be. Mm. A guy that turns up at John Pegg's gym to become a journeyman. Mm. A journeyman. <laughs> As a couple of fights on the road, and John turns around to him and says, "You know what, son? You could do a bit. You're gonna, you're gonna have a go here. You're, you're no journeyman. And now look where he is now. Mm. European champion. He's defeated former world champions. He's co-headlining a big event this weekend on Sky Sports. He's got the whole. He's ranked top ten. You're in the world welterweight division. Fuck me, man. Get this guy a world title fight. <laughs> for fuck's sake." Uh, now, listen, I will be in the arena at the weekend enjoying this um, in Manchester, and therefore I don't have this debate with myself of, well, not debate with myself, because I probably would do, because I'm obviously a fan of boxing, um, but I won't feel dirty in doing it, paying that 10 quid for a little bit of uh, Chris Eubanks Jr. Yeah. against uh, Avni Yildirim, which, by the way, is a great fight. Brilliant fight. It's a fantastic, fantastic fight. Yildirim, Trade fight, brilliant the, Listen, the fight. Turk, do not underestimate him right yeah. because he is legit that fella however pay-per-view come on itv what are you doing to me man you had an opportunity to really bring fans in in this quarter-final stage capture their imagination eubank versus yildrim then you've got uh, cox and uh, groves next week capture the imagination and then maybe right if eubank jr is successful i anticipate him to be so yeah and Groves is successful. I anticipate him to be so. Then, then you've got a chance at that semi-final stage to go, do you know something, lads? I know you're going to pay for this, so we're going to charge you with tenner for it. You might get me on that one, yeah. all right? But not now. You've mugged me off. What yeah. are you doing? It's crazy. It is crazy because, uh, as you say, they've just missed an opportunity because they could have sowed the seed with putting all the quarterfinals on for free and then gone, bang, here you go. Now start paying for it now that we've bought you into it. You know, it's uh, it's unreal and it's, it stinks of greed, unfortunately. I'm not... Naivety. Hell, this chair's shit. Just stupidity. It, Who's it running the business? It's insane. It is insane because the numbers could have been huge this weekend. Uh, I, I think most... Even fair weather fight fans, you know, mainstream yeah. fight, boxing fans, who not hardcore, but guys who love boxing. They know who he is. They know who Eubank Jr. Eubank Jr. is. I'm going, this is on ITV4. Is it? Fucking great. I'm definitely watching that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you start dropping box offers and then go, okay, who's he fighting? Oh, he's fighting uh, Yildirim from Turkey. Is he? Who the fuck is he? Yeah. Because most fans don't know who Yildirim is. 16-0 with 10 knockouts, the guy's a fucking killer. Yeah. Be Glenn Johnson, the former world champion in his sixth pro fight. Yeah, yeah. Says it all. Yildirim, this is a real test. This, this To be honest, and we've talked about this before as well, the winner of this... Wins the tournament. I think could win the tournament. Mm. I think the winner of this will steam either George Groves or, or Jamie Cox. And then the they will meet Callum in the final. And then potentially meet Callum Smith in the final, yeah. Obviously, Callum Smith got to get you past Jürgen Bremen more than likely. But I believe this pace, this is the these two are the strongest in this side of the draw, I believe. Mm. Whoever wins this, I think beats George Groves, gets to the final. This is a tough fight. I am not handing this. There's a reason why Eubank Jr., who was fourth seed in this tournament, there's a reason why he didn't get to choose one of the other three. Mm. Because the three people who were seated above him they chose them. This lad, yeah. Nobody wanted Yildirim. Nobody wanted the fucking take that was been fighting most of his career at light heavyweight. That's still young and fresh and punches like a mule. Nobody wants that. 
Eubank Jr. got this kid. He had no choice. He was mm. handed this opponent. This is a tough fight. Now, don't get me wrong. I re- we've, we've, we've poked fun at the Eubanks on this show before, mostly because of the way they're doing business with the ITV, because they're the ones who are driving, I believe, this pay-per-view market with ITV. It's a it's ahead of his time. Eubanks not there yet. He's not a pay-per-view star yet. But anyway, we are what we is. Um, but we knock him all the time, and, and the IBO belt, you know, it, it isn't quite... It isn't quite the bauble what we what they're parading it to be. However, I really rate Eubank Jr. I mm. think he's a brilliant kid. I think he's incredibly dedicated. He fights incredibly well. He's got an old head on young shoulders. And I think he's all action. And for me, he's the toughest opponent in this tournament for Callum Smith. I still think Callum Smith's the favourite. But I think Eubank Jr., for me, is the second favourite. He's definitely the toughest opponent out there. But he has got a fight on his hands this weekend. Yildrum will not make it easy for him. This could be a fucking belter. An absolute belter of a fight. But it's on pay-per-view and so many people won't see it. Literally, you could probably count, you know... you're lucky to get up to, you know, four figures, isn't it? Lucky mm. if you get for five figures for this fight. And that's a shame, man. It is a massive shame. It's a shame because mm. it's such a good fight. Are you tipping him to win it, Eubank Jr.? I tip Eubank Jr. just to win this fight, but I don't expect it to be easy. I expect him to probably rack up a few rounds, but it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if he had to get up off the canvas I reckon, to win on points. I reckon you're going to get a 115-113, a 115-113, and then a 118-1110. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just because that's the way the just sport is because that's right how now. it rolls that's how somebody yeah, yeah. will be watching it from a different angle so therefore that's what we'll yeah. get uh, all by unanimous decision uh, to uh, Chris Eubank Jr I expect Junior. Junior to win it by a couple of rounds but again I expect him to get up off the canvas to do it do you? that's my tip yeah I think he wow, might get put down man. I think he'll get off the canvas and he'll, he'll win and he'll win convincingly but he'll uh, He'll have to go to the well for this fight. There you go. Um, if you are watching that this weekend, enjoy it. Uh, and if you're coming with me to uh, Manchester Arena, um, don't forget, you know what I say, tap us on the shoulder, thank us for the show, and we'll go for a pint together. Obviously, you're paying, because that's how we roll it in Manchester. Liverpool are a bit more generous. <laughs> My Wi-Fi will definitely be on uh, on the uh, on the <laughs> in the arena, without any shadow of a doubt. Um, if you are going out this weekend, why not get yourself some new togs? Oh, yes. See what I did there? Lovely. Have you noticed this? We've got ours on. Have you not noticed this? Yes, you have. We've got our club yeah, on. Where do you reckon there? It's nice that, yeah. I didn't get any of those t-shirty style no, ones. No, you, can well, you kept them for yourself, didn't you? That's eh? because you're a cruiserweight, son. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> if you're a little short ass like me. Weight, is it? It. This is a middleweight top. <laughs> there you go. Um, we have uh, got our clothing partner, Hot, ready to take your orders. Uh, and we'll get you a little bit of a discount as well in the run-up towards Christmas. 15% off all stuff from our uh, clothing partner, Luke Designer Menswear. If you go to their website, luke1977.com, that's luke1977.com. Have a little bit of a nosy on there. There'll be a Fight Disciples range on there very, very shortly. Yep. Nick's uh, got his pen and paper out. He's designing stuff as we speak. Uh, so get yourself on their website and use this code FDLR15. FDLR15, and you'll get 15% off any of their ranges at, uh, at checkout. Uh, so make sure you go and check it out. The Wanker and the Milkshake range is, uh, has been kiboshed. That's, you, that's why? Not, it's not happening. It's, you know, it's not happening. Has the, has the wife uh, said, spo- I'm not no, going no, out no, with you dressed, dressed like that? I spoke to the guys at Luke and they didn't think that was probably a, a great idea to have a T-shirt with the words Wank and the Milkshake on it. So oh. we'll have to come up with a different a different game plan, I think. Absolutely disappointing. Uh, there were people messaging me last week with their homemade ones. They'd... Uh, <laughs> They didn't say wank. They were just staying on it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's it. We don't actually have to say it. Just two stains, yeah. A cream stain and a pink stain for a strawberry milkshake. Maybe that's the vibe. Couldn't do a chocolate stain, could you? That might look Uh, the other way then. Might just look like a... 
a bad pair of Saturday night undies. <laughs> Skids. <laughs> there you go. The Fight Disciples range is coming to uh, a Luke website near you. Luke Luke nineteen seventy seven dot com. Get yeah, on it, man. The sport go. range especially. Highly mm. recommend checking it out. No, it is mint. It is mint. Uh, thank you very much for all your kind words as well on our uh, iTunes uh, reviews last week. Loads of bits of banter. Uh, coming our way, which we fully appreciate. Much appreciated for that. And the five-star review uh, have done as well. Um, you can get us on all social media, at Fight Disciples on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Keep an eye on those because that's where we'll be running our competition this week for some Crawler versus Burns tickets. Uh, interact with us on there as well throughout the course of the week. We just have a little bit of a crack every now and again. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.